dragon. Balls and wieners all the way, right? I can't believe I gave my parents to a geek. These things happen. Episode 11, welcome to The Last Cast on Earth. I'm Richie Favalero. Josh Manchuk. Matt Chemet. Christopher Coey. And we are without Tim McClain tonight because he is uh, he has other things to do. The like man, what? Like what? Busy. <laughs> yeah. He's a busy guy. He's, fine, fine. I'll take he's that. He's a globetrotter. He's in, yeah, he's in uh, St. Vincent right now. So oh, uh, mad shout outs to TK. Wait all the way down to St. Vincent. <laughs> Of course, he's probably dealing with rather than minus three. He's probably got like plus thirty five. Sun and right surf, now. screaming yeah. at the sun, trying to find shade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <I'm not> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, guys? How have your weeks been, Josh? What uh, What have you been up to? Awesome. Uh, played a couple new games, uh, video games. Tried XCOM finally. That was Love it. pretty good. Love it. And then you guys came over and we tried that Back to the Future card game, which ended up being. Pretty damn fun. It was really difficult to get a grasp of it in the beginning, but then once we got it, it, it was really competitive. Yeah, I, yeah. I liked yeah, it. The, the, yeah. The rules initially seemed like we were actually needed to invent time travel. Yeah. So convoluted. And it was then ridiculous. we figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Super easy. Chris cheated. Somehow. I did. I totally cheated. <laughs> Somehow he won, I won the first game. I won the first yeah. game, but... Uh, <laughs> we decided that it was because he cheated, <laughs> which we often do. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you have been on an adventure. Uh, yes, I was in I was in Vegas for five six days, and you made it back alive. I which did is actually a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, a lot lots of lots of fun stories and and stuff like that. Um, mostly, I just I just had a good time with my wife and my family. So, is there anything geeky about Las Vegas? Like anything that you can do that. That, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a coke, the Coke thing, the M M&M and M thing, yeah, the Star yeah. Trek thing. Yeah, see, I did the Coke and the M M&M and M thing when I when I went when I was much much younger. So yeah. this 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 was a a time to peruse the the casinos, and, the adult and, and, and see and see the adult yeah. shows and all that sort of stuff. Um, you the, know, I was at the um, the the slots at I think it was near Barrie. And they have like this Batman 3D oh, slot it's machine, so good. Yeah. where you sit in the you machine in and it like rumbles speaker. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, I, that, I can only money, imagine yeah. what Vegas might. Uh, my favorite this trip because uh, I haven't seen it anywhere else uh, was a clue, a clue, a, slot, a clue slot machine. No way. So, yeah. So so it's awesome because um, you, you're playing the slots, but you also you also create a username and a password. Yeah. And so it saves your. Um, it saves your. It almost saves your game, and you're almost playing a little game inside the game. Awesome. So, so there's a progressive amount that you can win if you solve the mystery of who done it, yeah. and and slowly uh, as you play the game and you do the bonus screens. So you know you get the three things, and all of a sudden you go to a bonus screen. You can win more money that way. At the end, you have a chance to get a magnifying glass. And you get the <laughs> magnifying glass, you are able to make an accusation of who, with what. And where, and, where, and, yeah. and obviously, depending on when you sit down, some of the other players playing could have already 
elim- made a whole bunch of eliminations. That's why it's important for you to play all the time, all the time nonstop. with all of your money nonstop. <laughs> yeah, right. I like, and this is part of the this is part of what I teach, right? Like yeah. game, gamification. Not that slot machines weren't already a game, but now they've adopted this whole video game mentality. Yeah. Right? save your mm-hmm. games, collect stuff, RPGs, level up. Yeah, so I collected trophies. Yeah, like almost like achievements of. Oh, you did really well at this bonus game of, of ballroom. You won like you know forty bucks, but on top of that, you also unlocked an achievement. Look at this shoes right? you like got. It was like, That's it's, you know all about, I mean? it's all about dangling shiny things. Just, look at that! Yeah. Look at that ballroom and shoes. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I wanted to go back and play that game yeah. wherever yeah, no, I could. I've been there. I've been there because I was like because it was the most fun to play. Yeah. The uh, the Batman one's actually a lot of fun because it's multiplayer. Yes. So at one point you're playing with five other people, and then you go up onto the big screen, and you're all playing yes, and yes. trying to figure out like a strategy. Like, and, oh, and they've we, made that for some slot other slot machines. Yeah, yeah. and, and I've made heard that for other games. Now, Lord too. of the Rings. I've heard there's yeah. a really good Lord of the Rings. Uh, one. Uh, and there were uh, I didn't play this one, but I know that there's a multiplayer. I think for an American Idol game, there's a multiplayer wow. for uh, Sex in the City. Like a whole <laughs> bu- like a whole bunch of them. Like all, all of a sudden, everybody's playing. Oh, a fishing one. There's a fishing one where there's a, a, a rod and you're you're like you're really? trying to reel in fish. Slot and, machine and, though, and yeah, and yeah. everybody goes and does like fishing tournaments at the same time. It's and same it's all Vegas, random. Vegas knows knows how to yeah absolutely get the money. So they're trying <laughs> yeah, to basically reel it in, for, so to speak. You forget you're losing money. You're like oh yeah. fishing pole. Well, well they just they cater to every you single sh- heard. interest. Yeah, you should have heard video my game, father. Video games are <laughs> my father cursing that fishing game. He's like. <laughs> he's tell he's trying to like, like give real my, life. Yeah, like he's trying to give my mom like pointers about like don't 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 pull it too hard because then it's, you're gonna lose the fish that way and and I'm like dude like it's totally it's random it's, yeah it's not really right but he's like he's like I, there's a technique to it and everything he's trying to show me and I'm like. I'm pretty sure it's just random, and this is just to like get your mind off the fact. Real that slowly, and then quick jerk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You no, know, yeah. you know that the the secret was like little, like back and forth, like little, like almost oh, like you were like little squeegeeing. Jerks. Little, yeah, jerks. Yeah, like, little, little jerks, little yeah. jerks. But you couldn't like like you were squeegeeing a Mattel. Yeah, that's right. Car. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though, man. It was um, it was a lot of fun. And cool. The awesome. most the most important thing was that I got to spend some time with the family. So. Yeah, I have yet to be to Vegas yet, but I'd like to go someday. Anyway, Chris, uh, how was your week? Um, I don't know. I, I had the week off work, and I didn't go away. So it doesn't March break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like I had the week off because I didn't go anywhere. But for some reason, my my week was full. Like I can't even think of what I did. I know. I mean, I know what I did. I just don't know where the time went. Yeah. I, I spent a ridiculous amount of time playing SimCity because it came out last week, and yeah. uh, um, lots of board you games. You made it with, past the initial. Yeah, it works now. Yeah, the yeah. the the review. The review that I posted initially, you know, they got over most of those problems, although they still haven't resolved all the issues. They, they basically, in order to fix the problem with the servers they were having with SimCity, they turned off a whole bunch of features, and they haven't turned them back on yet. Oh. Yeah. So the game works, but it doesn't work like it's supposed to. Is that to good? Are those, are those features important? Well, no, I guess not because they wouldn't have turned them off, but there were features that they advertised. Yeah, well, this, this is still one of those situations where you paid for this. Yeah, like. exactly. So, um, and then Gears, uh, I got accepted to the Gears pre-order bonus multiplayer. So I've been Exciting. playing that for a couple of days. And, and yeah. uh, you know, I'm happy to be back in Gears of War because I love that. I love that game. Um, and then other than that, I don't know. I, I, saw, I saw Oz. Good movie. Awesome. You liked it? It was okay. Yeah, a little contrived, but it's still yeah. fun. Well, I mean, how, how, where else can you go with the Wizard of Oz story, right? Well, I mean, there's I, I've I've never read any of them, but there's like twelve 
books, I've, right? I've listened to a few of them. They're actually pretty great. Yeah, I so I don't understand why don't they why do they don't do those? Because this isn't one of those. This is just a new story, right? As yeah. far as I know, this isn't one of L. Frank Baum's. I think it's kind of a precursor to maybe yeah. possibly set Same up thing a with, new franchise yeah. for it. Though. Same thing with Wicked. Wicked the play, mm-hmm. which I love. The I don't know if you've seen yeah, the musical. Yeah. It, it's a really good story. I like see, they yeah. sort of rewrote this prequel to Wizard of Oz, like um, Lion King one point five. Sure, you know, so it's the story that happened as the other story was happening, mm-hmm. and I really loved it. But then with Oz, they they even rewrote that as well. So it's sort of out of the out of nowhere. I, I heard that Marina. What's her? How do you pronounce? Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. Sorry, why I thought it was Marina uh, Mila Kunis. I heard that she's too pretty to be the wicked witch. <laughs> yeah, so I was talking oh, to some guy, and well, he was and he was like, "Oh, a bit of a, that's maybe a bit of a spoiler." Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, Whoops. but she, she's the wicked witch. But they put makeup on her. Well, she looks pretty. Okay, good. let's 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 be honest. She's the only dark-haired female in the cast <laughs> that's in it, right? True, so but obviously, she doesn't she, start out green. And oh, I'm sure she doesn't. I'm sure, I'm sure she doesn't. And I have seen that ballet movie, and I know that she can be pretty naughty. <laughs> oh, the, the Black Swan. Wicked Black at Swan. Heart. And you know what? I hadn't seen it when it first came out before it was nominated for Oscars and whatever, but it was on TV the other night, and I watched it, and I was, and Emily's like, are you sure that you want to watch this movie right now? I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm into it. And I was like, <laughs> this movie is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who hasn't seen Black Swan, you got to see that okay, movie. Yeah, it's it's crazy, cool. sexy, crazy, crazy. Um, so that's crazy, crazy sexy, sexy, and also crazy, crazy. 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 That's three crazies, one sexy. Black mm. Swan. Got to look that. I one. heard it's. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> anyway, no, all right. My week uh, actually involved um, three quarters of who's here right now, and di- only didn't involve Matt Gemma because he was away. But yeah, we we actually played a lot of games. Over yeah, the we past just, we had some while. really good game nights. Ventured to uh, one of the popular spots in uh, Toronto for board games, which is uh, Snakes and Lattes. And we played another round of Power, Power Grid, Grid with, after we finally realized that we were playing it wrong the first time. Uh, we also played, what was the mining game that we played? Undermining. Undermining. Yeah, a lot of fun. Exactly like I Dig It on I Dig iPhone. It. If you play the iPhone uh, game, but a board game version I Dig it. it, it was a board game version. And uh, was that was actually not bad. No, I, I had a lot of fun with that. Especially, yeah. I think, because we had both played that the iPhone game. I thought, yeah. wow, this is... How does it work as we a board game? We sort of already game. knew... It's like weird that it's tile it, it's identical. Yeah, it's tile based and it's really it's. I mean, not to go through the rules, but like you 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 have a, a mining craft and you yeah. you upgrade your your drill so you can drill faster and further, and you upgrade you your thruster so you can travel, travel faster and further. And, and there's portals where you can teleport around. It's a lot of fun. This was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it worked out. And, and then, then we played. Course, um, we got together and played kittens in a blender. That's right, yeah, kittens. That's kittens new in a favorite game ever. <laughs> It's literally, Which was a game yeah. that I picked up at Fan Expo last year, just sort of on a whim. Paid ten bucks, and this game is uh, basically you, you're everybody gets a certain color of kitten, and you try and save your kitten from being blended in the blender because they're curious. Kittens are curious, and they and get into out, things that they're not supposed to. Yeah, and the kittens <laughs> like get into the blender. blender. They get onto the counter, or they get into the box, and you just have to try and figure out. 
where to get the right kittens at the right time before the blender goes off. The last game we played got pretty vindictive, too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of kittens that lost. <laughs> but we also played Carcassonne. Yeah. Carcassonne is the yeah. shit. That was the first time for me, actually. Yep, me yeah, too. I'm a big fan of it. I played for a while. I'm glad I could introduce you guys to it. Next time, we'll have to break out some of the expansions. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if like, if we do it at my house, we're going to have to find a bigger table. <laughs> <laughs> It, the floor. it was <laughs> yeah. fun. It was simple. I like uh, the single tile based draw, and then that's why it's good because it's simple. Yeah, right? it, it, some of the games we play take an hour to explain, yeah. and even Power Grid. It took us two times before we actually even figured out how to play. Yeah, but Carcassonne, you just play, it, and, yeah. and it's good. And it's good right out of the right of the box. That's it. it was good and cool uh, to get to have so many uh, board games being played right before Tabletop Day, which is coming up March thirtieth. So International Tabletop oh, yeah. Day. That's it. Looking forward to it. Anyway, who wants to know what's going on in the news? I do, do I do. I do. Now it's time for news today. What's going on? News. Yes. So, this is so news you can use. Forget about it. You're, you're not going to care about this news. What? Camel bones were found in the Canadian Arctic. Okay. <laughs> this is it. This is my leading story. Camel bones. Camel bones were found in the Canadian Arctic. Not just that, camel bone fossils, millions of years old. Did you guys hear this news? No. no. All right. So camel bone fossils were found, like, way north. Like, I'm talking Ellesmere Island, the Arctic. It's the first evidence that the ancestors of today's archetypal desert dwellers roamed the Canadian high Arctic at least 3.4 million years ago. Camel bones in the Arctic, fossils three and a half year, uh, million years old. You know old. what? I think it's some caveman troll guy. Mm. He's just like, I'm going to put these camel bones here, and someone's going to find these. No way. Mess with people. Yeah. No way. And I'm going to debunk that myth right now because I'm going to blow your mind. All right. Camels originated in North America and only moved to Southern Asia. For the weather. For the weather. And they moved... Via the Bering Land Bridge. So you, are we talking like back in the days of like 45 Pangea? million years ago? Like when everything was what? Was it Pangea? Well, when I mean... It, was one continent? Oh, yeah. Well, not that far ago. 45 million years ago... I think even after I don't Pangea, remember. I wasn't it there. Apart, it broke apart <laughs> south. It broke apart south, but it was still connected along the north. Yeah. 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 It's a long walk for anybody, let alone a camel. But honestly, so... Canadian Arctic cool. had camels at least as long as 3.4 million years ago. Did they find camel parkas? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm, now I'm beginning to think they developed humps to store beer. Beer. <laughs> Maple <Yeah>. syrup. <laughs> All right. Next big story that happened over the last little bit is that uh, you might have heard that Veronica Mars yeah. has got a feature film on the way. Thanks to an extremely successful Kickstarter campaign. Less than 24 hours. Uh, so it was a very popular series back in the day. It only had one season and uh, was a bit of a fan favorite. Maybe a cult, I would go as far as to say a cult favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so a lot of fanboys and girls now, based on that, are all barking up Joss Whedon's tree saying, can we do a Firefly Kickstarter? You know what else I've heard? Chuck. Mm -hmm. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck, the motion picture. Oh, wow. Well, that would be interesting. I mean, Firefly has already got a motion picture. Yeah. Um, but Joss Whedon had something to say about this Veronica Mars Kickstarter. 
And I'd like to read it to you because I just think it's genius. But jo- Josh is well well spoken, well written. He's yeah. extremely Anytime I read well-spoken. anything, he's he's yeah. He talk, this whole Veronica shit, Mars so. thing, it's very sort of there's a big dichotomy there. There's like people yeah. are like, oh, this is awesome, and, and a lot of people are really thinking this is the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Josh was asked about what it means for Firefly, this whole uh, Veronica Mars deal, and he says. Yeah, my fourth feeling when I read about the Veronica Mars Kickstarter campaign was kind of dread because I realized that the only thing that would be on everybody's mind right now, I've said repeatedly that I would love to make another movie with these guys, and that remains the case. It also remains the case that I'm booked up by Marvel for the next three years and that I haven't even been able to get Dr. Horrible 2 off the ground because of that. So I don't even entertain the notion of entertaining the notion of doing this. And won't. A couple years from now, when Nathan Fillion's no longer on Castle and I'm no longer the Tom Hagen of the Marvel Universe and making a giant movie, we might look and see where the market is. But right now, it's a complete non-Kickstarter for me. I appreciate that he commented on it. Yes. And, yeah. um, and at least he's honest. He's not like, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. He's, that's he's that's the problem honest, with right? this whole Kickstarter thing, though. I don't know if you guys have read any articles. I just read one today that, that was basically that this Kickstarter thing isn't necessarily as honest as it's looking out to be. Right? So these, Why? Because here's some people that have gotten together, like the, the producer, or Rob Thomas is the guy who did this series. And mm-hmm. he, he wants to do this, and he's sort of behind the Kickstarter. And he contacted... What's your the name? The stars. The stars. And, and they said, yeah, yeah, of course we're going to do it. Of course the actors are going to say that they would like to do it. Why would any actor say they're not, they wouldn't like to do a Make movie? Make money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here's the problem. Warner Brothers owns the IP. Oh. And, and $2 million, which is why the Kickstarter has actually raised something like $3 million yeah. now, isn't yeah. close to enough money to make nope. a movie. Right? There have been board games that have raised that much. Yeah. So they On have to. So basically, it's the crazy. Kickstarter Kickstarter gets funded. Rob Thomas goes to Warner Brothers and says, "Listen, we have three million dollars that we're going to put towards this movie." And Warner Brothers, who's got billions of dollars because they're a producer, says, "Yeah, we would have done that for three million dollars if we thought it was worth it. We still don't think it's worth it, and we own the IP. So why don't you go have a seat?" <laughs> but at the same time, though, too, we're yeah. kind of going back to like the whole Muppet thing. When they did the Muppet Bohemian Rhapsody video for YouTube, that was basically Henson's uh, company seeing if they were still relevant. Yeah, to see if people liked it. Yeah. Muppets didn't make much money. Which they were. Yeah. yeah. Relevant, but Muppets, the movie, did not make as much money as they wanted to be. Here's the other thing. How many people invested in the Kickstarter? Under 60,000. Really? you think Warner Brothers is going to fund a movie that under 60,000 people want to no. see? Not a chance. So it doesn't matter if they made $10 million. Yeah, Warner Brothers crazy. is going to make the movie. So I don't know that this whole Kickstarter thing is really going to be a big movie. And the other thing is, why would I want to fund a Kickstarter to put money into the pockets of these billion-dollar producers? That, get your name on the credits. Put the money in it. Yourself. If you want to produce the movie, produce the movie. Don't. Mm-hmm come to me to produce your movie well it's yeah. it's, it's I, I feel that it's turned fatty like kickstarter definitely I, and i like it i like it things, yeah but I'm, then like I'm as you're fan. saying where these people are like oh we'll we'll crowdsource it it's like well kate stop and think about what you're saying because now yeah. you're just doing that because that's the hip new term that's right? and that's what warner yeah. brothers sort of is doing here I, I don't mind kickstarting things if it's an indie company but suddenly if warner brothers is kickstarting that's not that's not me supporting ma and pa anymore yeah right it's a deep rabbit hole. That Kickstarter is good for a lot up. of things. Maybe not so much feature, yeah, feature yeah. films. Yeah. Speaking of films, Total Film Magazine has released their latest compilation 
the 100 greatest movie heroes and villains of all time. Ooh. They do this every uh, three or four years or so, uh, and they get their uh, their team of movie experts together and compile the definitive list of cinema's greatest ever saints and sinners. And so I have the top ten of each heroes and villains for you now, and I want to put it out to you just to see how you guys jive with the rest of uh, the experts that they have, in quotations. I know there's going to be um, some. I can automatically think that there's probably going to be some that we're, we may not agree with. No, and especially because it changes every three years. Yeah. Here comes the fight. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Who do you think was Total Film's number one hero? So Spider-Man. anything, any movie hero. Any movie hero, yeah. Oh, um, what's the dude from Mission Impossible? Like his actual name? Oh, Ethan Hunt. Uh, Ethan, Ethan Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Uh, John McClane. Josh, I will tell you that uh, Ethan Hunt did not make the top ten. I think go. probably Spider Man might be a good pick. John McClane's a good call. John McClane. John McClane does make the top ten at nice. number eight. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And you say Spider-Man? Yeah, I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Spider-Man does not make the top ten. Oh. All right, I'm going to break it down for you guys right now, and I'm going to start at number ten. All right. Number ten, Total Films, Top 100 Greatest Movie Heroes, Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. At ten. Yep. Mm. Number nine, Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Nice. Number eight, John McClane. Nice. Number seven, Marty McFly. Nice. Number six, (laughs) Batman. Really? Number five, Iron Man. Wow. Oh, that hurts. Number four, Han Solo. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Number three, Indiana Jones. All right. That's a back-to-back for uh, uh, Harrison for Ford there. Mr. Harrison Ford. Number two, James Bond. Yeah. And number one... Can we take a guess? The number one greatest movie hero. Take a guess. Superman. No. Damn. Not Luke Skywalker. No. I have no guess. No, I don't know. Ellen Ripley. What? Really? Yep. That's out of I left like field. That. It's yeah, cool, I like but that. that's way out of left field. So why don't we do villains now? Who do you think would be the number one villain? Darth Vader. He's got to be up there. He's got to be, gotta be, be in the top, top five. Yeah, top five. All um, right, let's start back in Hannibal Lecter's got to be in the top yeah. ten. Okay. Then you got Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers got to yeah. be in there somewhere. I don't know whether they'll be top ten. You might though. be surprised. You guys might be surprised. I don't know whether they'll be top oh, ten. Oh, then there's also like how many Well, I mean, At- if Atticus Finch made it, then we, yeah. we're putting in Norman Bates. Norman Bates mm-hmm. is there. <laughs> Dr. Well, no. Uh, here we go. Dr. You guys ready? I'm going to start at number ten. Cold, this cold is their finger. top 100. This is their top Sauron. 10. Number 10, The Wicked Witch of the West. Oh. Yeah. Number 9, Harry Lime from The Third Man. That's oh, from 1949. What about, what about Voldemort? Just behold your horses, buddy. <laughs> Number 8, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that they're it both Wasn't John McClane? Yeah, they were both eight. Yeah, nice. That's true. Number 7, General Zod. Yeah. Oh. yeah. From Superman. Number 6... Anton Cheeger. Is that his name from No Country for Old Men? Oh, really? Anton Cheeger. He was badass with the with the Silence. air gun thing. Yeah. 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 Number five, Norman Bates. There we go. There you go. Number four, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, really? From Settle which down. movie? Like the cartoon? Various. It says various, 1912 oh, okay. to 2010. Okay. okay. 
Number three, T-800. Really? The first Terminator? Yeah. All right. Number two, the Joker. Yeah. And the number one villain on their list this year? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. You can check out the list in its entirety uh, in the latest issue of Total Film Magazine. My boy wins. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So there was another poll that happened recently, actually, by Match.com. And for some of us who uh, have significant others or who aren't on the dating scene might not know, that is a dating website. And they wanted to find, they asked Canadian singles which superhero they'd most like to date. And it turns out that... guys and girls. Yeah, guys and girls. It turns out that single ladies in Canada swoon the most over the Man of Steel. Most Canadian women, 33% would prefer to date Superman. Next, Batman with 21%. And then... Wolverine with fifteen percent. I was gonna say Wolverine's got to be in there because yeah. you Jack. Really, and, but yeah. Batman and Wolverine would be terrible, dates. terrible dates. They would be terrible dates. They're well. I mean, Wolverine doesn't have so much an alter ego, but uh, Bruce Wayne might be an okay date. Uh, he's pretty miserable though. Like and all it seems the time. like Clark Kent would be awkward. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. And Wolverine's just an ass. He has a tender side. <laughs> yeah, Who has a tender side? He, Wolverine. Well, he he does have a not. girlfriend. He, he, he was in love with uh, that Japanese yeah. girl. Yeah, he's underside. Yeah. Isn't that what the new movie's supposed to be based on? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So what do you what do you think Canadian men thought? <laughs> like Power Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have thought. Yeah. It's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Forty eight percent. Really? Why? Because. How many uh, listen, f- I don't want Wonder Woman. She's got the lasso of truth. I won't be able to lie yeah. at yeah, all to that, that girl, yeah, man. See? See what I mean? F that. See, we we have the knowledge that the people who were polled did not have. I think not yeah. to mention she's an Amazon. Yeah. She'll, she'll break my ass yeah. if I do something so, wrong. So, yeah, I mean, you, so, so Wonder Woman, Catwoman. You're, I'm thinking of, like, the general yeah. populace. Who are they just going to think? Because how many yeah. even female superheroes can the average person come up with? Well, it's, it's that's what I right? So Wonder Woman, Catwoman, and I don't even know. Like, what would be the third? I can't even think of the third sort of general. Harley line. Quinn. No, no, no. no I don't general. think so. Think general knowledge. Really, really general knowledge would be Mary Jane. No. But she's not that's even a superhero. Not even. That's not right? even. I, you'll kick yourself when I tell you what the third place. Invisible Woman from Fantastic Four? No. Batgirl. Oh. Ah. So it's it's Wonder Woman, Catwoman, and Batgirl. Apparently there's differences coast to coast because Montrealers prefer the dark and mysterious. So they go Catwoman first. Nice. Then... Batman. This is ge- singles in general. Batman first in yeah. Montreal. And yeah. Batman for women. And then um, Canadian pride conquers superpowers. The comic book character Canadian females would least like to date Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good news. All right. So uh, if you're a gamer, check it out. New video games coming out this week on the Xbox 360 Gears of War Judgment. Woohoo! Chris uh, has been playing a little uh, Yeah, I put a lot of time in. Well, I mean, as much time as I could in the last sort of 24 hours. Um, it's only one level. It's only one mode. Yeah. Uh, and I've probably played that one level, one mode 50 times. Nice. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, on all platforms, The Walking Dead Survival Instinct comes out on Tuesday. Here is the deal. You do... Whatever you need to do to survive, it's a first-person action game based on the, of course, Emmy Award-winning TV series. And the game follows Daryl Dixon (laughs) and his overbearing brother Merle 
on a haunting, unforgiving journey across so the you Georgia are countryside. Daryl? You are Daryl. Interesting. Yeah. All, and, pla- and, uh, all platforms comes out Tuesday. And what is it? For, is it first person? Yep. It says like first, first person. First person shooter? First person action game is what they say. What the mm. hell? Yeah. Interesting. Also for all platforms, uh, new downloadable content for Assassin's Creed 3. It's called The Betrayal. Is that the Pirates thing? No, that's a commercial for. This is still... Four is going to be Civil the, the, the new is one's going to be pirates. Be pirates. Yeah. Yeah. The, the three, three is still, still Civil the uh, Civil War. Yeah, I am so confused as to which ones are which. Yeah, they know, released right? them way too soon. They, they, yeah. they, they, you can't release your trailer for the big next game when your other game still, still trying to yeah, push still trying downloadable to push content, right? Well, are they saying though the the new Pirates one might be uh, like second ge- next generation consoles? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's well, going to be trying to be like a launch game, for which is them. maybe the why they released it. But it is Screw causing that. a lot of market confusion. Yeah, yeah. Coming out on DVD this week, The Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. That kind of didn't take very long. Saw it in the theater anyway. Uh, and Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, by the way, also coming out this week, a new TV series on A and E called Bates Motel. Have you guys heard about him? No. Uh, It stars Freddie Highmore as a young Norman Bates. It's a 10-episode prequel of the, of course, famous Alfred Hitchcock movie Psycho. And uh, Carlton Cuse, uh, who was the director of Lost, is going to be helming it. And uh, it it sort of fills in the boyhood details of Norman uh, long before he began wielding a knife. So it's like they moved to this new town. And uh, him and his mother. He starts learning taxidermy. Is yeah, Freddie Highmore like the young British kid that's done like like Arthur and the Invisibles? I don't know. He's, he's done a bunch, hasn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he, he's doing very well. And uh, I'm kind of anxious to see it. It debuts this week on A&E. Uh, so listen, some of us uh, of the last cast on Earth got to head, out, head down to Toronto Comic Con recently <laughs> and uh, talk to a few really cool and important people, uh, a couple of which are working on a new web series oh. based on probably Canada's most famous superhero, Captain Canuck. Let's check it out. All right, the last cast is uh, on location at uh, Toronto Comic-Con, and I'm here with uh, Chris and Paul of the brand-new web series coming our way this summer, Captain Canuck. Guys, how excited are you about this? Uh, it's, it's fantastic. Very. <laughs> it's uh, a world that I've always wanted to get involved in and to, to spearhead a project like this and be like, you know, play the character of Captain Canuck. It's just an honor. Mm-hmm. Was there, were you a fan of Captain Canuck as a kid? You know what? I, I miss it. it was I think it came out in 72 I was born in 73 by the time I was reading comic books it was all X-Men um, but I I'm a comic book nerd and uh, you know to be to be able to be involved with re, re, recreating the Captain Canuck into a modern sort of story um, yeah, never stoked. never really got to Wales sadly. <laughs> <laughs> might not have been that popular over there anyway uh, what can you tell us about what we are gonna see when the web series comes out not much right now. Uh, <laughs> it's all top secret. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, we just know that the team behind it is a fantastic team yeah. behind it. Um, Some really great animators and uh, artists. We have uh, Callum Androvsky. I hope I said that right. Yeah, it sounded um, good. But, uh, you know, there's going to be some really great artwork, and I know the, the writers have been working on it for years. So um, It's going to be a real modern interpretation. Yeah. Like the franchise can be totally reinvigorated. And the web series is just, it, it's just sort of a, a taster for the feature film that we're trying to get funding for. Oh, very exciting. Um, so we're all excited about this. We can't wait to see it. Tell everybody what day it comes out. We don't know yet. Uh, uh, no idea. 
idea. I just know it's in the summer sometime. I'm July, July, possibly. Yeah. Um, there is a great day in July to release a yeah, Captain you know Canop right. web series. I, You're absolutely right. Thank you for reminding me. They are aiming for Canada Day. There you go. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I remember I them saying that meeting. it. But whether or not that actually happens, I don't know. Well, hopefully it would be perfect. Chris and Paul, thanks for taking the time out to chat with the last cast. Totally yeah, thank you. That. Awesome. We can't wait to check it out. Captain Canuck. On Canada Day. Not yeah. just not just on Canada Day new web series, but feature film going to be coming out. That's very exciting. I, I dig that. Uh, did you guys have much experience with Captain Canuck when you were younger? I had a couple of comics when I was really young. I, yeah, I mean, I read a couple of Alpha Flight. Now, I'm yeah. not a big fan like Tim was, but I, I read a couple. But he was never – I always was uh, partial to Puck. Well, here, here's the thing. You're confusing Captain Canuck with – I know. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Flight, yeah. as, as far as Alpha Flight, as, that's it. I never read, I never read Captain Canuck because Alpha yeah. Flight was sort of my Canadian comic. Especially, yeah. especially, especially considering so, Alpha what, what, Flight. What is his name? It's Captain Canada, right? In the Alpha Flight? Yeah. In Alpha yeah, Flight. So, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Nope. It's um, – Oh man, this sucks. Why isn't Tim here right now? Yeah. Tim, Tim's gonna it's be like, listening to this, going, "You idiots!" Uh, it's like, where's the answer box? How come nobody's checking that out? It's like North Star or something. I That's it. Uh, no, it is. No. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. I think you're right. Which are, like yeah, that. and the other, the girls, Solaris or something, right? Yeah, but but yeah. they're the same. But they're both Marvel, right? No, 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 no. Captain Canuck was not a Marvel comic. Okay, independent. Do you guys feel up for a challenge? Yes, always. I want to play a game. That was almost good. And before we play the game, I have one more sound clip for you, and it goes like this. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and you're listening to The Last Cast Podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Jordan so, himself. In honor of The Last Cast's new BFF, LeVar Burton. That's awesome. Who, along with being famous for his work, of course, as Jordy LaForge on Star Trek The Next Generation, came to us as kids over the boob tube on Reading Rainbow. Yeah. So let me introduce you to this week's game. Is that a real science book title? Or did Fav make it up? Oh, not one of it's these. It's not the Favs. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. We're all going to lose. Because we all learned how to read thanks to uh, LeVar Burton. So this one goes out to him. Fair enough? Yep. Yeah. All right. Here we go. First, so remember, is it a real science book title or did I make it up? Alice in the Land of Plants. I'm going to say no. Um, no, it's it's real. Yeah, I think it's real. It is a real biology book. Yep. Well. Next one, the science of MacGyver. Yeah, that's real. I'm sure Somebody that, definitely wrote that. Someone's book. written that for sure. Uh, Paper I'll clip go, on I'll, the cover. I'll, I'll go with that. It's a fab. It is a fab. <laughs> oh, that needs to be written. Yep. All right, here we go. Stiff, the curious lives of human cadavers. Real. Seems too crazy. Did you say the curious true. lives? Mm-hmm. No, it's a fab. It's a real book. Yep. Yeah. Terra. Oh, man. Here we go. Ter- teratogenesis. Okay, sorry. Ter. <laughs> It's real. Because <laughs> you wouldn't have written that for yourself. Teratogenesis and why two heads may not be better than one. 
Teratogenesis. Seems like a and pretty why two heads may not be better than one. I think he book. just looked up that word. So you're saying it's a fav? I'm 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 going to sway towards fav. Okay. I think he just looked up the word and then filled out the rest of the title. So that word is what? That means t- having two heads? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. And maybe he does like to look up words. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to look up words. Uh, Teratogenesis. You might be right. I'm going to go with And why two heads are better than one. I'm going to go with Josh on this one. All right. You guys got me there. (laughs) It does mean uh, birth defect. Deadly, adorable animals. (laughs) I want that to be a real book. I think that is a real book. No, I got to disagree with you guys. It is real. Ah, Nice. It is real. Okay. Is the the bunny from Monty Python in there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a picture book. (laughs) Pop up. How to make yourself more attractive through static electricity. <laughs> Please be real. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm gonna say well, real. Now I want to know. <laughs> what do you say, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to go with real so I can look it up. Fake. Oh. Good one. Got you guys. Next one. Elephants on acid. Oh, that's real. And other that. bizarre experiments. I know that's real by fact. So Josh has actually read one of the books. That's okay. pretty good. All right. Well, I guess we got to go with John. It is real. It is, in fact, a real, it's a real very book. Very interesting experiment book, like uh, social experiments. Bot flies, warble flies, and heel flies. Pretty much nightmares with wings. Oh, that's got to be real. That sounds awesome. I'll say it's real. Yeah, I'm going to go with real because I don't think you'd come up with that, <laughs> the pretty much part. <laughs> Fake. Oh. Got you guys. Bot flies. Look that stuff up on YouTube. It's horrifying. Terrible. No, Don't you. do it. Don't do it. Little, literally, pretty Don't much do it. nightmares with wings. That's them. How to live with an idiot. Clueless creatures and the people who love them. I think that's my wife's book. <laughs> pretty much all of our wives' books. No. Not real? I'm going to say it's real. Real? I'll say it's real. Like everyone. It is a real book. How to live with an idiot. What's right. it refer to, though? These are science books. Clueless creatures and the people who love them. It, well, it's how to live within... It's social science. Oh, all right. Yeah. Land snails and slugs of Russia and adjacent countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm going to go with the real. Yeah, I'm going to... That's too good to not be real. <laughs> I said it's a fab. Uh, I'll have to bring the author in because that's real. Nice. Maybe the photographer. That'd be more interesting. <laughs> All right, next book on the list. Is it uh, a, a real science book title or did I make it up? Carp. How to catch them. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be made up because you can't have like one whole book on how to catch carp. Oh, I'm sure you can. Science book? There's a lot of fishing yeah. shows on TV. Yeah. People There's a whole that. fishing channel, I think. <laughs> there is. Not many people watch it. My dad. My dad watches it. Does he really? Yeah. Like, for real? Yeah. I almost wanted you to say Carp, the musical. Uh, did you? Yeah. I don't know why. You, like, when you, when you were like, Carp, I wanted you to say the musical, not <laughs> how to catch them. That should be our Kickstarter fun. Yeah. There you go. We'll, we'll write it. it. We'll write it. We'll write it. Carp, the musical. <laughs> Watch for it. Kickstarter soon from the last cast on Earth. All Carp, sung underwater. But uh, the bottom line is Carp, how to catch them, real or fake? I, I say I say you made it. I, I say I think it's real. Real. It is real. <laughs> yeah. um, ne- the next one on the list is electricity in gynecology. <laughs> no fake. I want to be a researcher on that book. 
That's like this. <laughs> do you do you really? Do you really? Be shocking conclusions. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's so punny. Uh, electricity in gynecology is that a real book? I can't be real. Book? Sorry, electricity in gynecology or mm-hmm. on, or on gynecology? In. <laughs> what does it really matter? In on and it does. Or? It does in a way. Electricity in gynecology. Not a favorite of the women listeners. That's no. for sure. This whether this well the, whether it be real or whether it, it be fact depends on the lady. But yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, you're right. It Dude, really if this does. is a you book, you got a twisted mind, though. Yeah, that's true. If yeah. it is, I would say it's a you book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say it's real. Just it's a real book. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Who figured okay. that one out? We got a few more of these to get through. Here we go. How about this one? Sockeye salmon and the bears who love them. <laughs> Fav. Yeah, Fav. I'm a beer and I like sockeye. <laughs> I'll, I'll say fat. But if you like carp, I got a book that you can read. I uh, Yeah, you guys, I didn't fool you guys on that one. All right. It's getting hot in her. Getting today's youth excited about thermodynamics. I just love the way you said it. <laughs> no, no, that's no, you, no, that's foul. No, that's I'm going to say it's true. Kudos. No, I'm going to say it's true. Uh, no, I made that one. Okay. <laughs> kudos, I, sir. However, this one may challenge you a little more. C is for chafing. <laughs> that's probably real. Yeah. Read by cooking. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it is real. It is, in fact, a picture book about running. See, it's for chicken. It is a problem. It, yeah. See, like, pick the, the, the marathon mm-hmm. guys, the, like the bloody nipples. Yeah, it's terrible. Seriously, wear a it's band-aid a terrible thing for runners. Okay, how about cryogenics? Making people hard and making money doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Vav. Come on. It's such a bizarre science, I almost want to say it's real. You would want to. I'm signing up. Are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. To study it? Or no, no, no. I want to be frozen. To be frozen? Yeah, yeah. I want to be frozen. I want to be frozen, too. Yeah. I just want to be a popsicle. <laughs> uh, no, I made that one up. Yeah, you're right. Next one on the list is all about scabs. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's got to be real. That's it. Up mm-hmm. there with everybody poops. It is real. Yeah. 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 Good one. How to teach physics to your dog. <laughs> Please be real. Throw a ball? <laughs> yes, real. No. No, no not real. No. no. What about you, John? Real. It is a real yes. book, teaching how to teach physics to your dog. Uh, second last one here. Sleeping with the enemy, accepting intestinal parasites. <laughs> oh, That's true. Real. That's real. Really? Yep. No, fake. Chris wins. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Although, think about that tonight when you go to bed. <laughs> Uh, you, no, no thanks. You have me and my tapeworm. One hundred percent chance you have intestinal parasites right now. All right, last one. One hundred and one super uses for tampon applicators. Uh, I'll say that's true. That probably is true. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you we guys would all be right. Reuse? It is a real book. One hundred and one super uses for tampon applicators. Although I cannot imagine any other uses other than applying tampons. Oh, actually, uh, blowgun. <laughs> um. I had a buddy who worked in the special effects field. Matt's got the book. 
You do. So, and, and what he, are they? He worked on Screamers, and so they didn't have big enough squibs when they were doing bullet hits, so they made squibs out of tampon tubes and buried them under the sand. So when you say the bullets hit the sand, those were explosive tampon tubes. Cool. What? Wait a minute. What? Yeah. They called them the tampon bombs. Uh, one of the guys I went to film school with back in the day worked on Screamers. That's amazing. Yeah. Because it was filmed out in Montreal. Do you ever see yeah. the second? The, there's a Screamers 2. I, I oh, really? Because when you said Screamers, I was thinking of the uh, the horror Sci-fi. Halloween. No. I was thinking of the Hallow- Halloween uh, no, horror. The, no, it's a cool Do sci-fi. Peter Weller. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, yeah. People don't like it, but I I thought it was actually pretty no, cool. It was good. It's based I on a book, it. too, is it not? Oh, no idea. I think it is, actually. Yeah. I think it is. Hey, anybody around the table got a stiff one? Not yet. <laughs> That should change. Sit back down and shut your trap. It's time, time, time. time. Give me a stiff one, barkeep. Time for Bebop Stiff Ifs. And um, let me just get the envelope here and uh, crack her open. All right. Let's see what we got today. Who wants to go first? Well, let's do this in a little bit of an organized fashion. Who'd like to go first? Uh, go the normal way, I guess me. Clockwise? Yeah, because yeah. you're the normal way. <laughs> <laughs> Broke yoke. All right, if, Josh. If he, if he remembers, he's next. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of last cast. All right. Uh, so, Josh, if you could be invisible for the day, what would you do? Hmm, that's a really good question. It's a really hard question to answer without being dirty. You know what? I'd probably just go uh, hopping through a bunch of movies. Wake up early. You're and a just liar. You're a liar. You well, if we're, not gonna go dirty, if we're not going to go dirty, just hang out in a movie theater. All well, I didn't say you had to. You didn't have to go dirty. You could have. I just was pointing it out that you probably thought of something dirty first. So I got some questions. If we pick up something, is it still visible? Of course it is. Okay. So we can pretend to be ghosts? You are invisible. Essentially, you're a ghost for the day, except, well, you occupy the same physical space as you would normally it would be kind of cool to like break into like the pentagon go listen to the stuff that you're not supposed to listen to (sighs) why don't you just say the shower in porkies (laughs) i'll go to the shower in porkies it's on the internet already (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's tough though really because i don't know what what can you really do as an invisible person these days not much. No. Like, they, yeah. Rob a bank. They would see you carrying the money bag Who so cares? they'd know where to shoot. Well, they wouldn't shoot, though, even if they saw. Oh, well, someone would shoot. Out. You just have to throw them ahead of yourself anyway, and then pick them up. Anyway, them. you could probably get it out, like, in small chunks, one by one, mm-hmm. not like dollar by dollar. You only got a day. I mean, one, you're invisible. You can hide, like, a bag of money. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would just be interesting to see how somebody else, like, just follow somebody and see how they're. So that's creepy, though. Like, literally no, just shadow to see how somebody else lives. <laughs> yeah, shadow somebody yeah. for a day. Just to see what their day is like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, still going to rob a bank. I would. Uh, I Nobody would... shadow me, okay? Just All right, cool. I would, I would uh, get somebody to film some sequences uh, where I drove my car. So that I can make a short film and make my car into Ken. Oh. 
because I don't I don't have the sophisticated uh, mechanical green uh, screen op- technology, op- green screen or apparatus in which they would have used to drive the car remotely. Yeah. Uh, or I, and I don't know any um, you know vertically challenged people that I could have <laughs> work, work the steering wheel and the pedals at the same yeah. time. So I'd drive the car and I'd be like, all right, now film this. I'm going to make it look awesome. You mean the rescue rangers, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. That's good. Those are all good answers. Uh, right? And then I would also, you know, yeah, visit the girls' change room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Finish, finish this statement. And I'm going to start with Matt this time. Cool. If... I wasn't afraid. I would. What? If I wasn't afraid. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some deep shit. <laughs> it got a little deep here at the end of the last guy's <laughs> Uh If I wasn't afraid, I would. I would skydive. Are you afraid to skydive? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. Are you? Horribly, yeah. I get really bad vertigo, so. Hmm. But it's something that I I think I would in, I would enjoy um, if I wasn't afraid of it. Yeah. I like because I, I like I like I like roller coasters. I like yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, many podcasts ago, I said that like I, I dream all, all all the time about having the superpower of flying, and mm-hmm. yet I'm horribly afraid of heights. Interesting. And mm. you guys had said that that would make an interesting superhero in itself, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, a superhero who had the, the power of flight but yeah. was uh, afraid of heights. So um, It's kind of like this Kickstarter game that's going on uh, on Kickstarter right now. It's like you can have a superhero, but they always have to have a... Like a flaw? Yeah, a flaw. And it could be being scared of heights. That's interesting. Yeah. Is yeah, it a board like game? That. No, it's a card game. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Versus or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. What about you? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. What are you afraid of? Nothing really. Well, I, I mean, it, I, Snakes. I know it's <laughs> commitment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't been in any situations where I didn't do anything. Yeah. You're daredevil. No, I wouldn't say I am. I have. I have a healthy. <laughs> the man with I have no a healthy fear. respect for stuff like that, but I. I never not do it. Like I, you know, I've been. I never, I haven't been skydiving yet, but really because of the cost, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, but I'd want to. I've been ziplining, not that that's super exciting, but, you know, skiing or snowboarding or whatever. It's as much adventure as you can do sort of as a normal person I've done after yeah. that. I don't know. The evil villain is not afraid of anything. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah. Well, if I wasn't afraid, I would visit the Amazon jungle. What, what are you afraid it? of? Everything. Pretty much everything <laughs> that lives there. What about on a cruise? You know, there's oh, cruise except ships. For the there's natives, cruise ships that go up the Amazon. Them, but, well, I don't know if I have, I haven't met them yet, but yeah, no, the Amazon is. Are you kidding me? Have you seen what happened in Arachnophobia? They went to the Amazon and then came back and then killed the whole town. Anaconda. Anaconda. That Jennifer Lopez. I think it that went bad for <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. I'm going to side, side with you on in her one, movie career, but 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 <laughs> or Australia. I would love to go to Australia, but I'm afraid of getting bit by a spider that's the size of my head. Or Paul Hogan. I was going to say travel. You're not afraid to travel, though. Honestly, like, going on the honeymoon was, like, the first time in years. But, like, when people, like, you know, just were going backpacking, I don't think I could do it. You don't like traveling? I don't think I could do it. I just, because I'm not in control of stuff, I think I'd probably just freak out. So you're OCD? Is that what it is? Almost, yeah. No, I am OCD. I'm the cleanest person on the planet. I wash my hands like 50 times a day. I don't know about that. You haven't seen my house. Oh. 
That's because you won't let us in. Did my place drive you exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Your dogs fart like crazy. Oh, they're so like, seriously. <laughs> I could smell it. I could smell it the next day. I was like, I could still smell the dogs. worst part <laughs> is one of them. That's not farts. That's just her breath. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so no, I'm super clean, but I can get over it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I'm innocent, because I've been uh, not that I've been to Amazon, but I've been to uh, you know Thailand is, is disgustingly dirty all the time. But you get over it. So if you weren't afraid, you would let us into your apartment. I'm not afraid of that. I just don't want. I just don't want to <laughs> do it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> All right. Next up, if you had a theme song, Chris, you're going to go first. If you uh, had a theme song that played whenever you walked into a room full of people, what would it be? I used to MC on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. and uh, and before me going, hopefully not for carnival. No. Okay. Uh, before me going out on stage, we, I played the Mission Impossible theme. Oh really? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Before I went on stage. Really? Yeah. Psyched me up backstage, and it got the audience going. So I'll have to go with that. Well, when I had my first radio show, I used to play uh, Baltimore's Tarzan Boy all the time. You know. Yeah. But I think that if I actually walked into a room and I had a song instantly start playing, it would have to be Leo Sayers' uh, "You Make Me Feel Like Dancing," or really. (laughs) Any disco song. Yeah. There, there are a few good, disco songs. Anything. Saturday Night Live Fever. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the strutting, welcome to the room sort of songs that I think I would like to play for me. What about just a herald in general? Just a little... Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that's Sorry, that was flat. <laughs> that was really flat. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> it's kind of cliche, but I'd probably go with... I think it's Joyce Scarsbury's uh, Believe It or Not, I'm Walking on Air. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I I would have to go with... Uh, the instrumental that's um, really big in 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, thus spoke, thus spoke Zathura. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, who, who, uh, Ric Flair also comes out to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woo! You know, like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, what was it? Oh, yeah, I guess Pomp, Pomp and Circumstance, the one that uh, Macho Man used to come out to, that would be a nice song to come into. <laughs> Listen, Anytime. wrestlers had awesome entrance songs. Let's just say that. Okay? Had. They, yeah. Had. had. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's still a few of them that are pretty good, but yeah. Yeah. I'm cl- surprised you didn't pick the, the Imperial March, actually. It was, it, yeah, Imperial March or... It's Or Duel of the Fates, even. Right on. Okay, that's it, guys. So uh, I'd like to thank uh, you guys for joining us for this uh, our eleventh episode of the Last Cast on Earth. If you're not already, we're almost a teenager. I know. Can't believe that it's the eleventh already. eh? Should we uh, tell the listeners to keep their eyes open for uh, our little cards now that we're going to start? Oh yeah. Well, we'll be we'll be distributing all kinds of uh, swag in and around uh, the universe. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for Last Cast stuff. Um, We're on Facebook. You can. Uh, follow us the last cast on earth you can find us on twitter we are at the underscore last underscore cast our website the that's where you can find all of our podcasts you can find them all on itunes too and be sure to download them and give us a little uh review and a rating if you'd like and we would love you forever and back to and the forth. future yeah yeah so for me richie favalero josh manchak matt jemmett christopher coey uh, that's it. And that's all. We'll see you next time, kitties. Well, that was really horrible. Watch for another episode soon of... The Last Cast. Can we go home now?